Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Mouse Jones. I'm Nat Wilds. I'm Flora. And we are live. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Happy Monday and all that other good jazz. Hope you enjoyed your Easter Sunday with your family. Um, It's a different Easter Sunday than it was last year. You know, I see a lot of y'all was together enjoying the verses. Because <laughs> this time last year, niggas was on Easter Sunday looking just like this. That's a, a little sp- eating Eating takeout. I forgot. I forgot all about Easter yesterday. Someone was like, "Yo," I was like, "Yo, what was Easter?" I was like, "What's Easter?" It was like last week. I said, "Okay." I definitely forgot about Easter last year. I definitely skipping days. Definitely (laughs) forgot about Easter last year. I was like, "Yeah." As a matter of fact, Easter last year I was doing fucking interviews for Quarantine Nightly. Matter of fact, that's the fuck I was doing Easter. So I know. Oh yeah. I was asleep. (laughs) <laughs> I was on a beach sleep. On the beach sleep. On the beach sleep. I was me. I just want to be like you when I grow up, Brian. That's all. Hmm. You really don't. We got time. Maybe I, I don't. I'm screwed. <laughs> screwed. Nah, I ain't, I ain't good. Um, but yeah, shout out to all our listeners. We appreciate y'all. Make sure you're following. Uh, the podcast on all social media platforms at Guys Next Door Pod. Hey guys, make sure you subscribe, comment, and rate. If you're listening on Apple, make sure you leave us a nice little five star rating. Why? Because we're children in need. Validation. Leave a comment. Let us know how you feel about us. Remember, if you got a letter you want read on air, send it to Guys Next Door One Two Three at Gmail dot com. That's Guys Next Door One Two Three at Gmail dot com. Um. And make sure you head your funky asses over to the Patreon because I know you niggas got your stimmies. I seen it. You niggas did the money up the arm. Uh, I know you niggas got it. So give it up. Head over to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash guys next door pod. And make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, guys next door podcast. Uh, Ryan, are you ready, Ryan? 32 is on the horizon. Uh, when we did this shit. podcast, we were turning 30. 32. Are you ready? Uh, I mean, 31 ain't really count. 
So I guess this is like I feel like we've been like a time freeze. I think yeah. I feel like I'm still thirty. I'm about to be thirty one. So I mean, so so with oh, everyone oh, on a leap year? Yeah, why not? Okay. It's up to you. I mean yeah, I, I don't I'm feel gonna like say thirty one again. I won't say there's gonna be a big difference, like, but it's just gonna make me work harder, I guess, closer to I'm getting closer to the end of my life, I guess. So I gotta work harder. Yeah, so I mean, no, I mean, if you really think about it, you're one year closer to whatever. So I want to work harder. Like you're, we're getting older. We're not getting younger. Like it's not serum to put us you're back. You're getting, you're getting older. I'm just saying, it's just gonna make me go harder, and I'm that's how I think younger. about it. Whatever you say, however you I'm feel. I'm getting younger and more childish. You're looking older. <laughs> Some people, some people are mad that their beard doesn't do what mine does, but it's fine. I don't need that. Yeah, I hear you, bud. Hear you, bud. You got one haircut. You have one left. Ooh. Choose it. Choose it wisely. <laughs> you cut them things off. And my hair gonna be murder. She wrote. Girl, girl, are we talking about Mr. Lynch? Are we? You know what? I almost one haircut. One haircut. It is. The famous Ball Jackson. <laughs> I, listen, I could I could go from this to the dark Caesar with the waves and nah, you'd be nah, highly nah, upset. Nah, you're bugging. You, First you of all, you got, Indian, you got Indian in your family. That's right. <laughs> so, that's your deal. That's your deal. That's your deal. Yes, you, you do. Can't tell me You can't You got Indian in your family? I actually do. Like, not even trying to be funny. Blackfoot, Cherokee, G yep. Liberty. No, fuck you. Niggas yeah. Jeep <laughs> Liberty. Niggas called you. you Jeep. You from the tribe Jeep. <laughs> from the sister tribe Navajo. <laughs> Navajo want a date. Wow. No, one of my great great. I think it's my great great grandmother was one hundred percent Native American. You ain't get no scallies. your mom's dad's. You ain't get no scallies for that. Uh, we we can't. We don't have the paperwork to prove it. Is the problem. Mm, so you lying? <laughs> we have photos of her. We literally have photos of her and stuff. And like the, we have one aunt who's like the family historian. And just like, I got photos of my grandfather in the dashiki, but I know he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. That means just because she had the feather on her head, don't mean she was hundred percent. <laughs> not, I'm not playing this game with y'all. Right, I don't even like High Ryan anymore. I chose. I'm choosing violence on this Sunday. Sick. <laughs> uh, well, we do have a, a special guest later on, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but I do want to. I've been watching things and just thinking, and I didn't. And I was thinking, I'm like, have we ever really like delved or dove into double standards and like how they represent themselves in our lives and society and 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 what they mean to us? I was before like, we, before you start, before you start. Shay, turn your mic down a little bit because I know you're about to go crazy. (laughs) Turn it down just a tiny bit. It's a little loud. Let me matter of fact. Let me turn it down. Oh, you know what? Let me send it in the chat because I don't want to um get this. Uh, I can't control it. It's a problem. Oh man. Yeah, this is this isn't Zoom, so I can't control my mic level. Sheesh. Just don't yell. I'm a I'm gonna try and keep myself. Please. Please, please, because I don't have the time. 
on this on this Easter Sunday. I have no time. You already yeah. chose violence on Easter Sunday. Um, you was choosing violence on it. No, it was. He just that said was, he did. It, I, it was violence, but it was like misdemeanor crimes, <laughs> petty shit, petty y'all shit. See y'all see yes. the chat? Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. you told me. <laughs> this nigga is crazy. I tell you the facts, and you want to bring it in. That's like when a nigga tell a joke and nobody hear it, and then his man mm-hmm. say the joke and everybody hear it. I laughed. No, son, I because for, I forgot about it and I just remembered it and was like, yeah. I, I, yeah, terrible. All right, so yes, we want to get into this uh, thing about double standards. First and foremost, Ryan, to you, what what is a double standard? I mean, it's gonna sound like a double standard answer if I give you the answer. <laughs> like, I mean, it really depends on what we're talking about. <laughs> like, absolutely. But well, for me, a double standard for the for the people in the world. If you don't know what a double standard is, it means if you have something in the middle, let me just break it down in like just a, a regular way for everything. You have something in the middle and one person can do it and another person can't. In in a simple, in a simple way. You get what I'm saying? It's just it's just okay. simple. It, to one people it, it's one thing that everybody can do, but if you do it, it's right, and if they do it, it's wrong. So in a in a nutshell. So when it comes to different circumstances and different situations. I mean, there are double standards, and do I like them? Some. Do I not? Some. But it is what it is. I, I can admit that there are some uh, like. gender roles and, and double standards that I thoroughly enjoy. Exactly. You know, there's, there's certain ones that so that's I'm why, not willing to and, let and go this, of. In this whole conversation, there's going to be some that are like, how could you think that way? But then there's going to be some that I'm looking at you like, what? What the hell? So it's like, and there's, there's a double standard to double standards. Okay, what are some what are some gender roles or double standards that you abide by? I have always had younger brothers or some sort of male figure in the house. So I do not believe in having to take out my own trash. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I I just it no. So I side eye men, like say my apartment, whatever. This sounds fucked up because I distinctly remember this person, but I can't remember their name. There used to be someone who I messed with who would come over and before he left every time, he'd take my trash out for me. Have no idea who it was. Can't figure out who it was. But I remember them doing this. You remember Niggas want to be me, just say that. Yo, she remembers the action, but not the person. So he obviously wasn't doing something. So that goes to what they they always say. say Niggas who wasn't taking out the trash were still still memories. People remember how you made them feel. I ain't feel nothing, but I I did commend that one action from him. I got the little man. I don't recall. No, okay, this person. Yeah, y'all definitely had sex. I never. No, no. I I don't remember who. How many? How many times did this? If a woman, if a woman tell me she don't remember having sex with a nigga, she has sex with. She has sex with him. You just tried to delete it. I just remembered who it was. Okay, no, I remember who it was. Yes, yes, no, very memorable. Yes, we talked about him on here. Yes, yes you've had sex. Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah, we know. It, no, it was fire. It was fire. Here we go. Philly. It was fire? No, it was Philly. Philly. Oh, Mr. Mr. Make Che a side chick. No. Lord. Wrong that person. wasn't Philly? Fire. No, it's not Philly. Fire. Not Philly. 
I mean, I get it. Okay, so he took the trash out. You don't believe you need to take the trash out because you're not wrong. So okay. if you believe, so because before we even get deep into the topic, it's just certain things I always question. So if you believe or abide by one double standard, can you challenge other double standards or challenge double standards as a whole? Yes, because we live in, in the country and the earth where we pick and choose what the fuck we fight for. So, yes. so isn't that a double standard in itself? Absolutely. And this is what we have to deal with. The men, this is what we have to deal with. <laughs> this, this, women are saying, double standards suck, except for when we have to pay the bill. Except for when we have to do manual labor. And that's what I'm saying. There's, there's certain things that they love to not do, but then there's stuff that they could, they don't want to do on the other side. Yep. It's just, mm-hmm. That's far. Oh, another double standard I enjoy, and I blame... I, I got one that trumps all that shit. So. Absolutely. Oh. Mouse, you've done it to me. You have physically... Yes, you have physically hemmed me up because I accidentally walk on the outside of the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all do that. Yeah, I... No, 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 no. no. That's different. That's different because you guys were born and raised in New York. Do you know men in the South don't do that? Well, the men that I've come across. Because a lot of men who don't do that. Mad grass, that's why. Yeah, I'm fucking (laughs) dipping through grass and shit. But yes, you have absolutely hemmed me up. I I would think men Men in the the South South. definitely do that. But I don't, maybe walking. But how much do y'all walk? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah, you don't really lot. walk. Like, I guess from the car to... Do men open your door? Mouse, you are probably one of two men Yo, that sure, I can think sure, of off sure, the top sure, of my sure, head sure, who sure, have... Well, no, when I, when I say mouse, I mean like... No, so say the name. My husband, oh, okay. So can't just say mouse, mouse I'm right here. Mac <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Yo, she really tried to violate. Like, she's looking I did at not. both of us. Ryan will, I did not. Uh, Ryan will not let me have him. Yo, it's not, no, it's not Ryan, you. It's not Ryan you. Began, like, when Ryan said, I am a podcaster now, like six Yo. months ago, if this conversation was with us three, cool, let it go. But this is with us thousands of people fine, here. They got to understand that I open doors. I make sure you my do. On the, the, the right side of the shit. I, I do Mouse, all Mouse can't have a moment for nothing. God damn, ah, bro. Together, yes. So the three the of y'all, help. yes. The three of y'all are are the only guys I've come across who actually do the open your door thing and be fighting me on it because I'm so used to opening my own door. I've had Mouse like slam the door back and open it back. Yeah, let me open this shit for you. Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, and and, my homeboy, shout out to Money Making Neek, my homeboy for Atlanta. Yeah, I posted that and kind of it went viral on Twitter. He was like, yeah, um, you know, it's it's just, and I was like, it's weird that you even got to say that, like. Yep. Like you gotta, like how? I don't know. That shit very weird to me. How you just don't open a woman's door or don't pull out her chair or don't walk I, I got on the outside I got of the street. Because I've been on some dates where now and and now it's like it's I don't know. So I've been on a date where it's like you open a door. I open a door for every every woman date or not. So mm-hmm. to a car door, I open a door. A girl told me. She's supposed to sit in, stay on that side. She's not supposed to slide over. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in the backseat, mm-hmm. well, it, it's for both actually. So we'll start in the backseat. If you're in the backseat, I open it up for the backseat, boom. And okay. I close the door. And you know how like normally somebody slides oh, like over. Like if you're on Uber or something? Yeah, you're supposed oh, to close yeah. that door and go around the, go other, on the other side. Of, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to. But, 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 we live in New York, but we also live in New York City where we, exactly. you, I, you, you can't, can't get out on that street. side. It's oncoming traffic. Yeah, so facts, facts. you got to kind of slide across. So, but that's for us. Like, I bet and maybe in the South is different. Maybe they, they just automatically do that. I don't know. For me, because mm-hmm. in New York, it was like, it's an adjustment because some people move straight over. And I've only had like one or two that just stayed right there. Maybe just that one. Like, and I'm just so it's like, I don't know. Then the other one is the front seat. When you get the, when you open the door for them in the front seat and they sit down and you close the door, when you walk around, she's supposed to open the door for She's you. supposed to. That yeah. shit has only happened I never to knew like that. one person. And it might be the same person that told me not to move over and go around. It never happens. Like it, it never happened. Never happened. Only like one time. Where she reached over and then opened the door for me. And I'm like, yo, that's fire. And every time now I open the door for a woman, I'm not going to lie, though. Every time I open the door for a woman and I close it and I get in the front seat to go drive, I I look to see if they're going to do it and they never do it. And I'm just like, damn. I mean, I just learned something new. I've never heard of the whole the woman reaches over and opens the door. Yeah, they told us that in the Bronx tale. She's the one. She'll reach over the door. Uh And I feel like like that's for the backseat and the front seat. Mm, I can see that. I thought about it that way. Like my kids, that. my kids know. Like my kids will sit in the car and won't get out. Like they won't. They'll just sit there. And like I've seen it like baffle my little cousin. I'm like, you go open her door. Like that's what they're waiting for. But but it's also it's, it's also security. It's also like yo, the elder or the man whoever's out the car, they make sure everything's right. And when they open the door, I know when to come outside. I know everything's safe. No cars is coming. Every, we we at the right spot. Everything's good. And that's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. I'm gonna protect. I take accountability of the, over the women in my circumference and my space. So if y'all with me, y'all with me. So I'm I'm checking. Um. Okay. So obviously, you know, it does go into the interaction between um men and women. Uh, they are them. Um. Mm, damn it. I wish we had a non-binary person here because I would then want to ask like what are Ah oh, man, that would be a good because like with 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 people who identify as non-binary, they are they are them, they are they. Mm-hmm. There's no real there's no gender assignment. So then in that instance, is there a double standard who opens the door, who picks up the check, who does I also ask that in same-sex couples, like, um, who who pays? Who is the who is the door opener? Who? And then that got me to thinking, like, is masculinity and femininity tied up in these into these like roles? Because then when you take those, or not when you take them away, when you even a playing field, you put two men in front of each other. Then what is masculinity? What is femininity? You take put two women in front of each other. What is Femininity, women, femininity, right? Like it's that weird. And I, I, my apologies, it's not a weird. It's that space. It's that unfamiliar space where I only knew I was a man because I'm supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. I only knew I was a woman because I'm supposed to do this. That's a weird. That's a weird conundrum. What do y'all think? That's tricky. I mean, it, yeah, it's very tricky, but also gender roles is a social construct. 
Um, Because if you look at history, there's been non-binary, there's been gay people, there's been trans people since the beginning of fucking time. So this whole idea that you, because you're born with a penis and you, you have to act a certain way, that's all a social construct. That's not how it always was. These people were once celebrated amongst other cultures and religions and stuff. Um, I think it's, I could be extremely wrong, like Hawaiian culture, there's a whole, um, there's a, there's a whole celebration that was um, when, basically when we took over their island, um, they were told not to do these uh, traditional dances and stuff that celebrated the non-binary and trans people, like literally trying to erase those people out of the culture because it just wasn't what uh, the the new world order was used to basically. So it's like, it, it's, I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with, but like, if you look at it from that lens, like these people have been here since the beginning of fucking time. So why does it matter? Just let them live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like gender roles are all fucked up in general. So it's not even, I'm not, we're not judging anybody in general, but for people to judge people on, on who should be what and what should be what is like mm-hmm. we don't even have we don't even have our shit together like our households ain't even right and we in same sex shit so it's like that whole masculinity stuff is like i guess it's just an option and an opinion and and who do, who's to say one has to be this and one has to be that yeah it might just be an easier ass life keep it so, up I'm, right so and so how do we if that's the case, how do we get to that how do we get know. to that? How do, how do we get to that? Are Lord. you ready to give up yes. masculine presenting gender gender roles? What roles? What are we? T- Name I'm talking about the ones that strictly no. like boom, boom. I'm talking boom. about the ones that you live by. Are you ready to give those up? I mean, the ones that I live I'm not. by. I, I mean, but what's your, what? What are the ones that you live by that you're like? Yeah. Give me like, give me an example. Give us examples. Like the man is like, supposed like the man is supposed to be the provider. The man is supposed to be the protector. The man is supposed to, um, the the man is supposed to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, I said provide, right? So provide yeah, means yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of things, right? Provide yeah, no, is, it does. That, that's, so, I, I totally understand it now. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I also think. Like, I can't sit there and let a woman open the door for me. Yeah, but I, I, those certain things, I'm never going to stop doing. And I don't feel like that. I let white women open the door for me. And I like, I kind of like scoff when I walk by. <laughs> My thing is like, as you should, Karen. The, the shit that the shit that I am gonna always do is open the door, make sure you're on the right side of the street. You know, all all those things are never gonna go, and I don't feel like my partner's ever gonna be like, don't do that. See what I'm saying? So when it comes to those type of things, I'm like, that's automatic. It's like in my relationship, my woman's always gonna like those things because those things make her comfortable and they make her feel at. But safety. do you think you would ever be in a space or be so progressive oh, where I you could flip? No, I don't. That those are the things that I don't want to flip, and I don't think that, my partner is gonna want to flip them. No, that's, why that's, that's not my I, mind. It's not my mind. So, so that's what I'm saying. That's what, you're saying that's if my the, girl was like, "Yo, Rod, let me hold the door. Let me." That's how that, she sounds. But that's that, how she was down. That, that's her voice. That's to the me. question I asked. That's literally the question I asked. Would you? I said, and I said, there's certain things. And that those are just not the ones. Because I feel like if my shorty is, is, is when I open the door for him, she's like, oh, thank you, baby. When she opens the door for me, it's like, yeah, yeah, what up, Rob? Like, no, nah, we're not doing that. We're not going. Yeah, like, yo, good game, baby. Get through that door. Like, nah. 
I'm gonna hold the doors. Yo, my, you know I, how I, you know how when we hold the door for our girl, like when she walk by, you might like just cuff her butt. Yeah, I yeah, mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, story. Small, small, like we'll get back to that talk about. I was in, was I in? Oh, I was I was at a day party, and I'm hanging over the balcony at our table, like looking whatever, and. Mind you, I'm around all niggas. Like, there's niggas all around me to my left and to my right. Like, we just looking around, like, and somebody yeah, come. The wolves. Hat, like, yeah, like, looking around, like, oh, I'm saying, what up? Whatever. Met, I had a shot, whatever it was. Somebody grabs my ass, like, fully grabs, like, my left cheek. I, without even turning around, my hand flew back like this so fast, like the matrix. Grabbed the hand, like, yo, what the? And I looked, and it was my homegirl. And I was like, woo. So, like, five minutes later, nigga called me over, like, yo, come here, bro. I'm like, he's like, yo, you the realest nigga, boy. I seen everything happen. I seen her come behind you. I seen you see mad niggas around you. She went to grab you, and you grabbed her hand so hard, like a real nigga would, like a real nigga should. I just had to say, I peeped that, and I. And you ain't got it. I and my mind, and nothing ever you gonna cross my mind, brother. Like I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm not playing. Like what? That's how that would feel. That's how it would feel. I think like, I want to the- have the conversation at at some point. Probably not today. I do want to have a conversation about some point. Where do we? When did we bury masculinity in a butt? Like I, I just want to know. I want to have that conversation, and, and I like because. I would do the same thing. It would be on Matt that double story time. You remember me and you went to 333 that night? Mm-hmm. You remember when we walked in, we saying what up to everybody. So as I'm saying what up to somebody, I think we me and you, we seen Nate and we seen Do. Shout out to Nate and Do. Um we seen Nate, we seen Do. I say what up to Nate, I say what up to Do. When I dap do, I did I dab Nate first. So when I dab do. My butt get grabbed. So immediately, I'm thinking Nate playing. I turn around, I snuff Nate. Ask Nate. <laughs> Matt, you, he was talking. Remember, he said, yo, why you hit me? That ass, that ass. He that was ass. so mad at me. He was like, you hit me mad. Oh, why you hit me? I'm like, nigga, why you grab my butt? <laughs> he was like, nigga, I ain't got you. <laughs> <laughs> it was all Who girl. was it? It was all girl, Bria. <laughs> you, know what I'm you can't do that, but the I niggas that you, the niggas that you do it to, the niggas that you do it to, and that's just cool with it. That's their prerogative, but that's not me. So a girl opening up a door for me, I feel like she, in her mind, she has the right to grab my cheeks on the walkthrough, and we not having that. <laughs> Shay, we not you that way. That. If you open the door for, if you open the door for a nigga you want to date with, or or your nigga, you gonna cop his butt because you open the door for him. Not in public. I, I might play like that in the house. In the Man. house, I'll play like that, but not in public because That's, I know how men get with that type of shit. Then she has all the space to say some smart ass comment, like, and you know I will. Yeah, you know you little bring that, bring a little butt. You know that ass coming in here tonight. Like what? Like what are you? What are what you if talking she, about? What if, what if she? What if she opened the door, cup your butt, and be like, I'm, we gonna okay, so I'm gonna back up and we'll let her walk out the door. Like, don't ever move me ever again. Yeah, I can see I'm Ryan not. literally walking back without the door. In, dis- in disgust. Like, stop. Because <laughs> it's like if a nigga, women be like, yo, if a guy don't pay for the, 
they say any date, but especially like if a guy to pay for the first date, it's like I'm the nigga. Like I've heard that so many times. So it's like, nah, we're not doing we're not doing this. We're not we're not uh, so so different double standard. Um, you know how men are typically supposed to be like the the handy ones or like the Mister Fix It. Not me. Uh, okay, so you admit to that. Like I, you, I, you, that's just not your. Yeah, but your back lane. in back in the day, niggas would have to fix shit because they couldn't afford somebody else to fix it. I can gotcha. afford somebody to pay for it. Now it's a different so, story if I don't got no money to pay for it and I'm not willing to fix it. Those are two different things. So my question being, because I I always tend to be slightly handier than the men I deal with, but that's because mm-hmm. I'm a very I'm a very mechanical person. So I like breaking things apart, putting them back together, and that's just how I work. So would that bother you if like say we we move into the new spot. We got to assemble all this damn furniture. And I literally tell you, you go sit over there. I can do it by myself. Like I just completely commandeer assembling the entire, because I already know that you're going to end up fucking something up. So I'd rather you not touch it. Just let me work. Right. Let me do what I, I do. I'll, I'll Ooh, say, that's I'll, rough. That I'll is say, rough. We have I'll to say this. Get, oh, go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. I, I'll say this. If I know that's your passion and that's your thing, and it'll get you upset if I, if I call somebody to get do this shit for us. I'm mad at shit. <laughs> then I will definitely help you in ways that you want me to help you because you know it's just not my thing. It's not what I'm doing. And I'm pretty sure there's something else I could be doing in this moving process, like moving shit. But um, I don't feel like it's a problem if that's what you want to do. Like I said, I can help you do it if that's what you want this to be a group activity. That's the only thing it is. It's like if mm-hmm. your girl wants you to do some shit like that, like, yo, babe, let's break down this table together. It's a group activity. She just wants to spend some time with you because if you got other shit to do and I'm like, yo, babe, I'm gonna call these these people and they're gonna get all this shit done. And you got other shit to do, you like, I right, bet. Let it be done. So okay. I, I'll either I'll I'll definitely pay for somebody to do it. If not pay for somebody to do it, I'll definitely help you do it. But sure. I'll I'll be real with you, I'm not gonna be the first nigga to jump out the gym and take down some table like nah, I'm good. I can I can afford it. Listen, when well, it comes to I, I'm not handy in 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 I know how to do all the handy shit. Don't get a trip. I hate it. Yeah, I could change a tire, but I would never. I would never. I've changed two tires my whole life, and I refuse to ever do it again. I'm not doing it. And if at any given time my garments is too expensive, I'm not getting. I, no, I'm not getting my hands dirty. I don't care how it sounds. Suck my dick. I'm not doing it. But if my woman is like, "Babe, why are we going AAA? I could do it. Get your ass in a car." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, when it comes to a tire or something in the road, it's like, yo, get out of here. Like, get, sit your, sit no, your fucking like, door to explore a handy dandy notebook. It's your Bob to build the ass in the car and wait for AAA to come because we're not, we not doing this. And, and stop bringing your father into this. Stop, <laughs> stop bringing your father. Yeah, stop bringing him into this. My father said, so what? Father, this, this, I, this ain't that. If father wake up to... to, to <laughs> <laughs> to bourbon. Your father wake here. up to bourbon and pork. <laughs> He's a different yeah. life. Get out of here, bro. But like, but like and, and like when it comes to like in a house stuff, um, I typically want to build everything. Um, I won't I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not the best hanger of things. So uh I would definitely call somebody. But when it comes to like building shelves and building shit. It might take me all fucking day, but I'm doing that shit. Don't help. Like I, don't come over here. Like, hand me F and so I can put it with G and sit the fuck okay. down. Or get it might take me a minute, but I, I can do it. Like, But at the Nick, same you know time, how, it's, like, it's not 1945, you know bro. 
you know how embarrassing it would be if she told me to like, no, I got it, and like moved me out the way. <laughs> like open, that's like open. You you given all these opportunities as soon as you let her open doors for you. Everything is everything is a okay. Son, Shorty moved into her apartment. When she moved into her new apartment, son, I'm in here, fucking building shit. Right, I'm in there building shit, building shit. I build like two things. I'm like, yeah, I got the shit. And it's this big ass fucking drawer. And I'm like, shit. And you know, as black men, we don't read the instructions. We don't care. Like, niggas don't read instructions. We will YouTube. Why? Why? Because for what? That's anti black. Reading instructions is anti black. It's in the Bible. Look it up. So, so look. Well, but you like, but you like it. So I know you got a little bit of white in you. So at the end of the day, you like skin. Don't let this light fool you. <laughs> so at the end of the day, so I build this shit, right? I'm going to get a tan at night, actually. Fuck mind that. You, I'm going outside. Mind you, I took a break at 8 p.m. All I did was probably a base. There's like 17 more parts. Nigga, all she said was, I don't worry about it. Maybe, I, maybe I'll just call my dad. He's about to be coming up it. Nigga, I stayed up. Until like three in the morning, putting this shit together. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Fuck it, we should have started this shit." Fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it, home. I'm out. So Not okay, it. so um, Shay, what are? I, I know this is a loaded question, so let me preference it properly. What are some of the more dangerous double standards? Um. Yeah, what are some of the more dangerous double standards? Yeah, Shay. That that I choose to follow or that you don't just like. Just that you you know what? Yes, yes, that you choose to follow. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> what I see as dangerous isn't what you guys are gonna see as dangerous, but I think it's for me personally in the way that I'm hardwired. I find it very dangerous to assume or rely on the men around me to protect me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like, not with me personally, because I have a, a pretty good gauge of it, but like uh, my homegirl who y'all saw in the background, like there's been multiple situations, like bad situations she's gotten into with her alleged homeboys around and they did nothing to protect her, nothing to shield her, nothing to to help her at all in those situations. And I always tell her your first mistake was believing that these niggas even cared enough to protect you. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm hardwired to always I'm very I'm self-reliant to the point where uh I kind I, I kinda it's at my own detriment because I don't know how to rely on anyone besides myself. And I don't know how to let people help me, but it's because I've never, I've never been in a situation where I've had my own back and it didn't turn out okay. But in situations where I was relying on somebody else to maybe protect me or shield me or whatever the case may be, it always turned left because they don't do what I thought that they were going to do for me. Ryan, what are double standards that you, what are dangerous double standards or gender roles, should I say, that uh, for men? Like, what are some double standards or gender roles that you choose to follow that you see typically put men sometimes in harm's way or to a detriment? 
Damn. Yeah, that's a hard twist on a question. That's that's, like super, that's super hard because I'm the type of nigga to just stay away from the bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think, but I, there's, all, but there, there's the reason that question is so prevalent is because gender roles, like Chase said in the beginning, these are social constructs. These, these are things that we uh, don, right? These are things we wear, whether we like it or not. These are certain things that we wear. And like, I, I, I kind of got one. I think I kind of mm-hmm. got one. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and tell me if I, I could be wrong. I could be like, if a woman, not necessarily even saying if it's your girl, just a woman that you're with, like friend, whatever it is, and she has a mouth. Mm. And she goes off on somebody who maybe, it, it didn't need to go that far. But oh, okay. she took it to levels of, you know, to suck my dicks. I, 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 uh, like, nah, you need to do this. When let's say the person, I, I'll, I'll tell a little story. Um, I was with a girl, we was at a bar. A nigga threw a napkin, like he was at the bar. He didn't do it on purpose. He just threw the napkin. Being drunk, he threw the napkin over his head, like in a little, in a bar. Mm-hmm. Shit flew over his shoulder and landed in a shorty drink that I was with. Right. Yeah. But he didn't notice it. So I tapped him. I'm like, so she's, yo, how can, um, so I tap him like, yo, boy, um, you threw the napkin and landed in a shorty and I'm with drink. She's a little upset, but can you just, oh, my fault, I mean, uh, my bad, man. You know, I was like, nah, nah, you good? I was like, right, look, could you just buy another drink? Everything good. She just keeps going up. Nah, you better buy me a fucking eye. Uh, and I'm just like, <laughs> you don't need to do this. I'm Let the man take care of it in, in, in that sense. But she's going mm-hmm. off to the point where this nigga ain't by himself. I'm by myself. Now there's six niggas pop up out of nowhere. Like, yo, yo, what's the issue? What's going on? So I, of course, get the situation right. I talk to homie. But in that situation, I hate the fact that when a man has it, has control over it, or in a sense where you don't need to take it that far, but mm-hmm. it's automatically expected for me to hop in and save the day. Now I'm, I'm jumped and beat up on the floor <laughs> because you couldn't just let me handle the situation or not take it that far. I think that okay. that standard is like, Whatever I say, this nigga's gonna have my back regardless, even if I'm wrong. But I'm not putting my life on the line, I'm putting your life on the line. Especially for a black male. Now, if it's a right now it's if it's a right situation for me to hop in, I'm gonna defend you at all costs. But if I'm like, if, if Mouse, if you tell somebody like, yo, I got this, like let me handle this. We know it was wrong, but let me fix it up. He's he's a mind you, homie's apologizing and everything. It's not like he's like, fuck out of here. He's like, yo, I'm so sorry. Let me buy you another drink. Like, I did not mean for that to happen. I, I apologize. And and the other person's like, no, fuck out of here. You better do that. That's the fuck you better do. It's like. It's unnecessary. For what? Now, if you get hit, Mouse, now what? So that's tough, right? Because I've been in scenarios where. I've never been in a scenario where um, a woman put me in that space like that, where, you know, um, she's agitating the situation so i can't speak to that i've never been in a situation like that um but i have been in scenarios where something like you mentioned happened where you know it was just an accident but it you know it it, 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 it impeded on somebody else um a drunk nigga knocked a knocked my homegirl's drink over and um it's my it's my homegirl never did know what enough knocked her drink over but wasn't cognizant that he knocked the drink over so he about to keep moving 
And so before she could even react, I'm like, yo, my man, you just not to drink over. He's like, oh, my bad. And like he had a pause. Oh, you want me to get another drink? I said, yeah. He's like, oh, all right, cool. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And she was uncomfortable in that scenario. And he kept like apologizing, apologizing, but he was drunk. So you know how niggas, you know, I'm sorry, man. Extra. And it's like, now you're, 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 yeah, yeah, impede her space. And um, mm-hmm. I'm the type of person in that scenario where I try and remove the variable, right? So I'm not even going to talk to him in front of her. Come over here. Let me talk to you, my man. Facts. Let me talk to you over here. Because I want to separate the two. As, so, as, that, like a scenario like what happened with you, I would like to think because the way I, sep- the, the way I handle things, even in that, like, you know, in that instance where a woman is yelling, doing all that, yo, let me talk to you over here, my man. No, no, no focus that, on me. Let me talk to you. In that space, I would do that. But in the space that I was, I'm, yeah, at, it a was kind of impossible. I'm at a bar. I'm like this. Like, it's really, like, I don't know if you've been, there's a bar in, in LA called Association. Like, and it's downstairs. Is that the one I went to you? Is that the one you took me to when I was out there? No, the not that one. Uh, it wasn't that one. It's, it's another one that's not far, but it's like, you got to go downstairs. It's really dark. It's really small. Gotcha. And when it's gotcha. packed, it's packed. And it's like uh, you at the bar. It, it was. It's like it's like how we was at three three three, but mm-hmm. more packed. More packed than that. Think about oh, it. Like there was no space to get to. Like it's packed. So if you at the bar, you're trying to chill at the bar, get your drinks. But once you're at the bar, you can make your little. You know, got your little space. I know you how it works. In there, I, I used to live in that building, so I know. I know. I know everything. Every corner in there. But in a way, it's no like yo. If I was to be like yo, come talk to me, it would have took us. 10 minutes to get just to the to walk door. through and then by then it's just, yeah yeah so but I, I pulled him like yo i still because i'm the person that always does this i hate people that just don't say like excuse me pardon me i hate that so like when i'm in a spot even if it's mad packed and i'm walking through i'm, I'm still always, saying excuse me pardon me boss excuse me pardon me uh i'm coming right excuse me watch watch out excuse me pardon me like that's just me so if somebody ever comes and bumps me and doesn't say that i grab them like yo boy the word is my, my all i say is yo the word is excuse me Oh my fault! I didn't. I didn't. Yes, you did. Or or you stepped on shorty foot. Like yo, boy, you just you just bumped her. Like that's just me because I'm that person. So in that situation, 
you know, I told him like, yo, yo, boy, you, you threw the shit over, you should have won that cup. Oh, he was completely, oh, my fault. I didn't, damn. But she's just going so crazy, which if it wasn't me, if I was a more aggressive person, or if I was a nigga who followed everything that my, the person I'm with or my friend just went off of action, I, it, it would have turned into something that it didn't have to be. Because I would have just took her side on that. Nah, she said, get her fucking. Nah, that's not how we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Then I'm going to spin around and talk to you like, yo, you got to chill. Like, I, I'm handling the situation. And if you want to be in situations where you handle it, that's where that masculinity shit goes. If you're going to step on my toes and I'll let you hop in that rain of fire, don't, don't, don't come at me crazy if something happens to you. Let me handle this the way I'm going to handle it. And if it goes to another level, then I really take it there. But I don't have to right now. This is just a simple, yo, there's a mistake. You apologize. You accept that you did it. You want to you wanna fix the situation, what you were doing, without yelling. And now it's just a, a, she was the extra part. She was the part that I needed to remove to have that. You know what I'm saying? Rather than removing him from the situation. What space? Uh, it's getting rough. Uh, there we go. Yep, it's about to go left. No, no, not left. Just deeper. Pause. Um, in 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 the atmosphere we're in, in the social climate we're in, do you ever feel that a woman can threaten a man, like can actually threaten a man, like actually make him feel? Um, what 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 people like to say emasculated is that uh, true thing in, in a public or private setting? Any setting. Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. If she's holding something above your head, where in a situation where there's, I mean, there's the the obvious reason. If she knows somebody around her will fuck you up, and the nigga comes to the realization that that nigga will fuck me up, there's that whole thing. Then there's the whole, like, let's say, where is that going from there? Um, I mean, that's the biggest one. A nigga can really, like, you know she got brothers or she knows she got something, but she can just violate you. Like, yo, like, shut up for my brother fuck you up again. It's some, some wash it where it's like, God damn, like, right now, right here. But does, that, ama- but does that truly emasculate you? Or do you emasculate you when you allow that to uh, dictate to your up? response? Uh, it's a good question. Because I just I, feel like in a lot of these conversations, a lot of times I see, even from women, there's just a lot of blame or onus, I'll say, put on the woman. And I'm like, well, then where does the man be this man that we define? This man that the man is always in control. The man is always collected, but we give so much credence to 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 she made me she made me she pushed me too far i mean i think there is uh, a line that women tap dance on as far as like pushing men too far but i do feel like, like what like what i want i want when you say that i want i want i want <laughs> like like I, so yeah. uh, for for me personally and I've, you've seen me tweet it. I've said it to y'all. One thing I will never do is put hands on a man because once I do that, the, the chances of him hitting me back 
is extremely high and there's nothing I can do about that. I can't, I can't find a man. I know this. I accept this. I don't try, but I know that there are women who let themselves get mad to the point where they will put hands on a man and assume that, oh, but you're a man. So you can't hit me back type shit. And you don't know which nigga who is, who is actually willing to hit you back. And I feel like there's too many women who play with that line. I personally don't even flirt with it, but I, I do. I'm going to sound like I, a caping. I'm going to sound like a caping. I want you to stay right there. I want you to push. I want you to rebut this because I'm going to sound like I'm caping and it's okay because suck my dick. Um, <laughs> That's a line. Th- that this is where the double standard kind of in the gender norms this is where it kind of like doubles down on itself, right? Because... Mm-hmm. In that same instance, if we're talking, I, I, I'm, I'm talking about in relations, right? I, let's, you know, I, if we want, I guess we could talk about out of relations, out of relationship, out of familiar, um, familiar familiarity. But I'm talking about it for this moment in relationships where mm-hmm. you're like a woman puts her hands on a man. I do think it's fair to ask, what did he do to make her put his to, to, to make her respond in that instance, right? Okay. Because if we always say that women are the emotional creature, if that's what we're saying, then we have to be, we have to account for what we're doing to enact and play with these emotions to make mm-hmm. her get to that point. Because <laughs> you got to be expecting that if you're saying a woman's the emotional creature, right? Correct. So what are you doing because if that's the case, we have to be honest about these double standards. If you're playing with a woman's emotions, if you're playing with a woman's mental mind frame, what you expect going to happen? Agreed. We play I, I absolutely agree. We're playing on two different fields, and that ain't fair. So I don't think it's fair. Once again, I know I sound like I'm caping. Cool, whatever. I already said I like being hit on, just not in the face. But I already know. If we already know that women are the more emotional creatures, then why are we going to play with them like that? And then get mad and be pussy when she pop on us and you like, because you want to hit her back. Now you want to hit her back because she popped on you. But you kept playing in her face. So please, read uh, that, Che. Like, make that make sense for me, if you can. From the woman's I mean, it, point of view. It, it's, like what would push me to that point? No, like does that make sense what I'm saying? No, it absolutely makes sense. It's 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 literally the root of the double standard because I, I mean, again, speaking from my own experiences, I do my best to never let somebody get to that point because I if I'm ever mad to that point, there is no stopping me. I've already accepted my future consequences. So whatever I'm doing from that point forward, I'm doing it maliciously. I'm doing it because... Now stop right there. Ryan, you hear that. And as a man with morals, with cool, a stand-up nigga, what do you hear? You're trying to push me. Like, if, if, if you know what you're doing, you know you're trying to push some buttons and you just keep... It's like you wait for something to happen, but... I'm not going, I'm, I don't, I don't let it get to that point. But we don't, but as a man, you don't take no accountability for playing, getting her to that point. I mean, I, if I get it to that point, I know what I'm doing. Like I'm pushing buttons and I don't like to push buttons. So for me, it's like, 
if I know this is going to get you tight, I'll do things that will get you tight. But if I know that's going to set you off, like I don't, I try to stay away from shit like that because I'm not that, I'm not that nigga to fight you. And you might've dealt with a nigga like that, that hits you and you might have some trauma that I don't really want to, I mean, we could talk about it, but I don't want to ever trigger that shit off again. But just, but I don't want people to hear this and think like, there's going to be some niggas to hear this and be like, yeah, but, and they're going to reverse it and be like, but if, 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 if a chick know my buttons to push it, she keep going and keep going. Like, I'm going to want to hit, like, I don't want niggas to think that way. And there's some niggas that think that way. So it's like, I hear what you're saying, Miles, but I don't want niggas to think like, well, then that's like a gender role reversal too. Like, how come she could talk to me and tell me suck, do this and do that? And I can't. Well, like, well, that's what I'm telling these niggas. I'm like, because y'all playing on different levels. Y'all, we're playing on different fields. The field isn't, the playing field isn't equal. It's not. It's not. She, we don't walk around in fear that something we do or say may set this woman off the pop on us. Women, just by being women in America, even if subconscious, has to think like that. Am I wrong, Jay? Tell me if I'm No, that, that, that literally ties back to what I said before, which is I have trained myself to not rely on the men around me to protect me because at any given point, I don't know if you might snap and you might be the person causing me harm. So I can't put that blind faith in you. I got a, I got a, I got a similar question that kind of goes along with what you just said. Do you put more faith in the niggas you have sex with rather than the niggas that you don't have sex with? Um, I have more faith in the niggas who I don't have sex with. Okay. I have, like my my core, including you guys, my my core uh, homeboys who I've surrounded myself with are some of the most stand up dudes I've ever come across. I'm talking. They've my last six months of me being here in LA. I've been staying with two different homeboys, basically. Both of them have opened up their homes to me, their families, like, you good? What do you need? Do you need do you need to borrow my car to go here? Do you need to go look at this apartment? Like, stand-up dudes. I've had, um, when I first moved to New York, it was another situation where um, I needed to crash somewhere for, like, two months while I, like, looked for another place. I shit you not, I had never met this person in person. We had maybe DM talking about like graphic design shit and like little nerd shit. But he was literally like, I'm in a position where you could stay with me. You don't have to pay a dime. And I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing I could have helped you. And I did it. And he let me stay with him for free. Like, and I've, 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 I've always had the luxury and the luck to come across more of those type of men than the men that we see on social media. We hear about beating on women. Like I've, I've never, I've never dealt with friendship, homeboy, whatever, even guys I've dated, I've never even had a nigga buck at me in an argument. I've never had the fear of someone almost putting hands on me, but that's either just blind luck on my half, or I'm just intuitive about the types of people who I surround myself with. And that's just the privilege that I've enjoyed, I guess, the last 28 years. That's why I asked that question, because I feel like most people get caught up in those those extra pushing that button on somebody, mm-hmm. whether it be male or female, once that sexual line has been crossed. Absolutely. And it's Absolutely. like everybody's a little closer. They know the things. They, they know stuff about you that most of the world doesn't. So they can mm-hmm. say something very slick and it flipped the whole shit up just based mm-hmm. off your relationship. So that's why I was asking, who do you put more like trust in? The people you and and but I know there's some women that be like yeah, I put more trust in a nigga that I'm fucking like 
he knows mm-hmm. everything about me. And it, but it, but it's every there's a side to everything. Everybody's gonna have their defense and and why yep. they choose. But I think most situations that go physical are definitely involved with sex. Mm-hmm. Because then a lot of people still view um, sex in general as a possessive transaction. Absolutely. They feel like, I mean, which is horrible that people think so, but they think you owe them something now. Like, Uh yeah, we had sex, you owe me this and you owe me that. You owe me time, you owe me that. It's like, nah, that's not what it is. And it can't, I mean, if you talked about that prior mm -hmm. or or like whatever it is, if it was a conversation, cool, I get it. But once you put that on someone, then it becomes more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It becomes more realistic for somebody to know mm-hmm. what set you off. Like we've well, been it, it, Even that, like, um, it's the, the act of having sex for, for some men, small niche of men, not going to say all men. Um, the act of having sex, it, it triggers this level of possession in them where it's like, you can't even, same homegirl, her ex hated me because I wasn't a dumb bitch and I wasn't easily manipulated. And he didn't like that. I would take her out places. We would go have fun. And I was, I was the whole friend. So he did everything in his well, life to separate. In, 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 in defense, were oh, no. you the whole no, wait, no, because she's worse than me. Oh. Mm. So yeah, he, he knew who she was as a person, started dating her. And then Suddenly, she can't wear certain things. She had to delete every male number out of her phone. Um, she couldn't even. Anytime we hung out together, he broke up with her. That's how. That's how much he hated me. Meanwhile, she's throwing that ass in a circle. Exactly. So it's like it. It unlocks this level of possession where it's like, all right, uh, you, the pussy, the body, it's all mine. You can't let nobody look at it. You can't let nobody touch it. You can't go have fun. You can't even be your own person anymore. That's what I mean by like it unlocks a level of possession in some people that I'm not willing to fuck with. Let me ask this. Let me ask this to kind of bring us home. Let me ask you, Chad, the woman. The trend that we see now where women are owning their sexual agency, maybe even tying it to gifts and dollar amounts, Mm -hmm. is that a direct result of the double standards and 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 patriarchy that we've been seeing all i mean since we've been alive or is it or is it in is it in retaliation oh and it can't be both i mean sure sure i think it's both because we we talked about this in the group chat and we never made an episode of it but do you remember when we were talking about, um, you saw the couple sitting on the bus stop, madly in love. Do you remember this this conversation? Me? Oh, and you were like, you, yes. Yeah, and you said, said you missed that type of love. Yeah, conflict and I, resolution. Um, I think love is always better when you broke. You just so got more conflict resolution. My problem with that line of thinking is, I'll say most men in this case, because I really do believe this, most men are incapable of um, uh, nurturing or wanting a healthy relationship while they're broke because they're so concerned about their finances. So like, oh, I'll worry about getting a girl when I have my money right, when I have my money right. But when you do get to that next level, you're no longer checking for the type of woman who didn't care about the money that you had. You now want to step up and get the women where that's all they want. And now you're showering her with gifts, 
but then you get mad when she expects for you to keep up that energy and you mm. you've now monetized you've monetized the love so you can't be mad I don't that even you think chose you chose that you, type of woman I don't know if you even just peep what you what you just did Ryan did you peep that she kind of bringing it basically she, brought she it basically showed that the issue begins with the man's avoidance of conflict resolution you can't resolve the conflict when you're broke then you get money and then you can afford to actually avoid the conflict by paying it off so at no point as a man do you come to a sentence and say accepting oh, shit man, i gotta resolve this shit you're not mm-hmm. accepting and that's why i said broke love is the what jay said he was so he was he was saying what jay said he said um we were so happy, poor, but when we got rich, that's when our signals got crossed and we got flipped. Remember, like that couple sitting on a bus, that couple sitting at a bus stop, they'll know that there's a certain level of love and admiration and bliss that they'll know that, you know, that that if if that man is doing it properly, that most men with money will never know because. Instead of resolving the issue, they think that they can buy the exactly. happiness. Exactly. And that's just, you're getting a different level of devotion from a woman who can trust you to resolve the conflict. But am I wrong? Okay. No, absolutely. It's never for me, again, me personally. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care. I can't be bought. I really, I've, I've told you how many different bags I've fumbled with men that have money. It's not about the money to me. I'm more concerned about how you treat me and how you treat our relationship or our partnership. Because I, what I will never do is enter a relationship where I'm looked at as an accessory instead of an equal. I add to your life, but I'm not going to be no pretty ass purse sitting on your goddamn shelf. But do you want to be an equal or do you want to be respected? Ooh, you I know, both. I think I think I, I want think both. That's... I want to be an equal though. I want to be an equal. You want to be an equal. Mm-hmm. But if you're, equal, I don't, I don't but if you're an to, equal, don't, don't you have to shed double standards? I can shed some of them. So I'm not taking out the trash. Thing on that note, I'm not taking out the trash. I think, I think, I think on that I'm not note, taking out the trash. I think we move. I think we move. I think we leave. I think we have a special <laughs> guest. I think we have a special guest in the den. But first, can we can we can we can we start off with uh? I kind of want to do something different. I know we do the Get the Jaws playlist, right. and as where. We're funneling through different programs and different people who love our playlist and who you'll hear about soon. Um, I kind of want to flip it and do a, instead of get the draws, I want to, since we about to come outside, outside is really about to open up. <laughs> if you've been in your house or if you've been in Atlanta or Texas, some of the few places that have been able to turn up, what is the song? What's your, what's your go? What, what's the joint that you can't wait to hear? Outside. So what do you say? I'll start with you, Shay. Oh shit! Wait, why would you do that? Um, I want to start with you. What the hell? Because you're because you're our equal. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you fucking did there. Um, fuck! I've been out of tune with music, but let me go through my title. Oh, I really have. Gosh. I really have. You don't know we what song you like. Oh. You don't know what song you like. To hear, 
Like, you don't listen to music. Not that I've been put on the spot. I do listen to music, but I just can't. You just not like my memory like, bank just now. God damn it. Like, really? Like, you've been talking about Hot Girl Summer for two years, and you don't know one song. Oh, can you think of one? I got I to gotta find the name, though. It's by Flo Millie. Um, her new joint, the, the Roaring Twenties joint. The ro- That's the name of it. It is. Okay, yeah, that one. I actually do really love that track. Well, I, I just have to listen. Flo Millie. Flo Millie. All right. Flo Millie shit. Flo Millie shit. How? Cool. <laughs> I know a song I want to hear. <sighs> I'm going with. Watch it be a record he's getting paid for. No, no, no. Definitely not. Definitely not because I laugh at this person just as much as I praise them. Come on, but, Viola. Uh, Koi Lorray. No more, <laughs> no more parties. That's my shit. Yo, listen, that is my shit. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I have not heard this record outside the few times I've been outside. I cannot wait to be in this spot, cup full of ginger ale. Yeah. My heart is breaking. <laughs> that track star record, I'm going to lose it. I'm, I'll be like Stone Cold with the ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> I think funny. that should be your, your trap karaoke entrance. Like, that's yeah, how you enter. trap star. <laughs> <laughs> I told niggas. I told niggas on Instagram. I said, "I'm not a said, runner. I'm a trap star." I said, "Ooh, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> my heart, whoa!" Exactly. My heart is breaking. Speaking of that, shout out to our homegirl. Uh, shout out to, to our homegirl friend of the show, uh, homegirl Britt. She hit us up. She said, uh, "Hey, I want you to. I want the guy next door to interview Mooski, who sang track star. Now, typically." When people ask us to interview artists, uh, we don't want to do it if they're not we our friends. First of all, we don't interview. <laughs> our things aren't even interviews; they're just conversations. But yeah, um, we don't enjoy it. But you know, I, um, I'm a huge fan of Mooski. We all love the record track star. So uh, we jumped at the bit. Um, Ryan and the gang, they were Ryan, everybody still where they at, and um, he was he happened to be in New York. So I pulled up to him at um, what studio was it? Some studio, they don't pay us, so it don't matter. Yeah, they don't pay us. Cool. Pulled up to the studio, got a chance to sit with Mooski and talk to him about his about the record and um some toxicity, some oh, track God. star tings. Um, so guys, on our way out, I don't know if we're gonna give you the whole thing. At pause. I don't know if I'm gonna give you the whole the whole. You want, the whole you want, you want to give him tips? I, I might give him. Come on, chill out. I might hold, give him some. I ain't gonna hold you right. It ain't that much. Hey, Just I gave him what I got. I Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Small boy. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna introduce somebody to y'all. Uh, <laughs> d- d- depending on how we feel, well, depending on how we feel, but um, we appreciate you, of course. So of course, we wanted y'all to hear this before the streets officially opened up. This will be one of the biggest records that you hear in the club. You haven't been in Atlanta. If you haven't been in Houston, if you haven't been in LA as of now, um, I know you can't, you don't understand. But when that record gets played, your heart is breaking. Movie. Your heart is breaking. So I yeah, need to do the remix. Read to the remix. Listen, I told him, guys, next time to get on the remix, we're gonna see what's up. But uh, shout out to Brick, shout out to Mooski. Um, hey y'all, y'all keep listening, and y'all will hear me and the guy next door with Mooski. See y'all next week. Peace. You're, you already know it is Mouse Jones, one-third of the Guys Next Door podcast. Shout out to my man Max. Shout out to Ryan. Um, I right now am in New York in the studio 
live studio. Is it live? I don't know. It's, technically, it's not live because we're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it don't even matter. It's, it's the guys next door. It's Mooski. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Hit maker Mooski. <laughs> Track star, what's good, my boy? I was good with it, bro. Now listen, I thought you was from Florida. Yeah, yeah. I was wrong. Right. Cause I've been telling niggas that hey, they be like, where you from? I'm like Florida. Like I knew. Right. But I didn't know. Where you from? I'm from Alabama, man. Small city called Up. Like Up? Like the Up? Yes, sir. You from a <laughs> You from a city called Up? Really? So are y'all the Op or the everybody else the Op? How that nah, work? I mean. They don't play with y'all like they that. You know it, I mean. Nah, nah, see, look, when niggas start thinking <laughs> they about to do something, don't say it. Don't even say it. It's none of my business. Right, right. I mean, we just, we just vibing, man. We just, you know what I'm saying? We just, we just working. I like that. So, the record track star, you recorded it, put it out, the shit takes off. Right. Where I want to know, I always want to ask artists, where were you the moment you realized this shit is taking off? Uh, shit, I was in Miami. That's why I thought you were from Florida. I, I, was, I was in Miami because, so, when I first dropped the song, mm -hmm. uh, my management now, right, Ace, uh, he hit me up. Ace he with the green up. hoodie? No, 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 that's oh. clean, that's clean. Shout out to clean with the green hoodie. Yeah, shout out to clean and AI. But yeah, AI hit me up, he DM'd me, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's back when my song had, like, my first, when I dropped the song, bro, like, it, it just started, it started going crazy, mm -hmm. bro, the real, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, uh, and I think I had like a hundred thousand or something. Or man, I think I had eighty thousand when I went to Miami, but right, eighty thousand right, right. stream. And we were working on it then and they were telling me like, hey man, we will get you some shows, like like bro, you gonna you gonna quit your job, all this. I'm well, like, you was working I'm on? uh so I was working at Lockheed Martin. What's that? I was on a um it's like uh they build they they build missiles and stuff. Oh, you, know you was working for the stocks. Yeah. You were working stock industries. But I, I was security though. Okay. I, I was on the rapid response team. Got you. Um, doing like tactical security stuff like that. Um, but so if son jump off right now, you gonna hit the tuck and roll on some 007 shit? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you real so you in Miami? You realize shit taking off? Yeah. Where, like, what is your what is your view when you seeing people singing shit? Like, cause, Very because like, I. People, are, are people putting your face to the song yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now, see, then, then, like they just knew the song. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But now, now we've been working on, you know what I'm saying? Like showing my face and putting my face out there more. Just, you know, I see what the vlogs. You, know I mean? you, you got the show vlogs right. and that. Yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, but hearing people saying the song, man, it's just amazing, bro. Because, like, when I first went to Miami, bro, we was in, like, we was going to, like, Broadway, um, you know, like, take one. In the hoods. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Brady was going crazy, bro. Like, we, like, that's when I knew it was taking off right then. Because, like, I'm hitting, I'm hitting for what I'm hitting for on my first show. Right. You get what I'm right. saying? Right, no, like, that's a fact. Out the gate, so it was like, bro, this is really about to take off, bro. So, you was always into music? Was this your yeah, first? Yeah, sure. Always into music, bro. Always been a music lover, bro. Always been a creator of music. Mm -hmm. um, I was like 13, and I was making music on this app called The Booth. You know what oh, I'm saying? I remember that. Yeah, I, I, was, I used to make music on that app. Uh, I started then, and, you know, I went to my first, like, my first, um, my first official, like, Professional studio in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I was still in the Marine Corps at the time. Okay. But I was still recording. You know what I'm saying? So once I touched that professional studio, bro, and I got that good quality, I was like, oh, yeah, bro. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm in the right spot. Like, okay. I got to keep doing it. Like, I just, bro, he, bro was charging, bro was charging 50, 50 an hour. Now, you know what I'm saying? And, bro, I was making sacrifices to get in the studio, bro. What, like, what, was, what, was, what, was, what was one of those things you was going without? Like, there's always, you hear these stories of artists 
who really ain't have nothing and they really Third. picking the music over the streets and they picking the music over everything else. What was what was something you was going without to get in the studio? Uh, at one point my whip, bro. You gave up the whip? Yeah. So I, how was you getting it? How like, was you getting it? My my partner would take me and stuff and I'd mm-hmm. get like an Uber or something. But uh, I just had a whole bunch of stuff going on with my whip, bro. Uh, bro, I stopped. Like, so, you know, in, in the military, you got to chill hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bro, I stopped. At one point, bro, I had, I had to stop eating out. Like, I just went straight no to chow. I went to chow hall every day, bro. You what base you was on? Uh, Camp Lejeune. Okay, in, okay. In North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, that I was food, going. I know that food bad. Bro, I ain't going to hold you. Like, it was the, trash, you remember bro. Mom, remember Mambo Pork Mondays or whatever they used to do? That, that nasty ass. Hey, I ain't going to lie to bro. They had some brisket in that, over. Nah, I, was, I, used to, I, used I used to eat meat. I used to eat meat back then. Nah, 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 the brisket yeah, was jumping. The, brisk, the brisket with the mashed potatoes used to hit. Yeah. But everything else, I feel like I can't believe I'm eating this shit. Word. Yeah, bro. Because then, like, bro, like, you just start eating the same thing every day for real. For right, real, that's you know what I'm saying? But, um, but, yeah, so I was giving up, like, stuff like that, partying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't even go, go hit the club or something like I want to, bro. Mm. And, and that's one thing about me, bro. Every weekend... I'm, I'm out there. Need liberty. I'm out there. Yeah. I'm out there, bro. Charlotte, Wilmington, Raleigh. Right. Like, Running I'm it out up. there, bro. I'm out there. So but, you you still in, you still enlisted right now? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I got out. I got out uh, September 9th of 2019. Okay. So now you see you see any of your 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 um any of your counterparts that was in the um in yeah. the Marines and they they fucking with your record or bro. Because they used to listen to my music when I was in the Marine Corps. Right. Right. You know right. What I'm saying? Right. But bro, like so many people. Like my it it hit different. My Marines came like my Marines hitting me up. Right. Like on some stuff like like Sergeant, you know, like um it, it's it's dope seeing you get out and do what you said you was gonna do. That's you know what right. I'm saying? Like it's like That's you right. came in the Marine Corps and you did you did great here. We knew you was gonna do good and you you said you was gonna get out and do music and you did it. That's you know, right. it's like you, you gave us motivation to chase our dream. Like and that's all I want. That's all I want. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. Like when I say I wanna inspire people mm-hmm. in the world, that's what I that's what I wanna hear. I want I want people to say you inspired me to chase my dream instead of saying, hey, you inspired me to do music. Do you so get now, what I'm saying? So now, so off of that alone, you know, we got to go. This is the Guys Next Door podcast. Bird. We got to talk about what we talk about here. Bird. Mind your business, Brittany. Thank you very much. The song Trackstar. Word. She going to run away. <laughs> she going to hurt everybody. Yeah. Get involved. You said that. Yeah. Who is this song about who hurt you? You know what I'm saying, man? You know, don't say her it, name. It's, it's, no it's, it's, it's a lot of track stars. It's a lot of track stars out there, but you know, everybody <laughs> dealt with a track star before. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, hey, her name track star. <laughs> <laughs> but so, with the track star, do you know she's a track star? And this is just in general. Do you? Yeah. For for the guys listening, ladies too, if you into track stars, do you know a track star is a track star before you get one, or do you find out after the fact? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess everybody's experience is gonna be different. You feel what I'm saying? It just, you know, it, it depends. It depends on you for real. For real, it depends on how how, how much you pushing off the roof. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So there'll be like a red flag. Yeah. Cause I, I fuck with red flags, have you? I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah, never mind. Go nah, ahead. No, 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 we here, we here, we here. Nah, we, we, we cool, it's, on, no, we cool, it's, look, 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 look,
you it, it's something about it's something about like I don't I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But at some point in life, everybody ignored ignored the red flag, but mm-hmm. they really wanted somebody. You get what I'm saying? So, Bingo. So it's like that's really that's really what I wanted to express in Trackstar. That's how I know it was gonna be relatable by anybody. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like anybody can relate to it if I just I knew if I just kept it real. You get mm. what I'm saying? Like all the way. Because now me, I be I, I be fucking with the red flag like it's a motherfucking like it's the <laughs> six flag. You know, I be fucking with that shit. I be on the ride like this, hands up. Let's get let's get to it. Toxicity brings hey. here. Yes sir. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So just based off the song, what's the most toxic thing a girl ever had you do? A toxic what's the most toxic thing a track star ever had you do? Like what's the thing you was like, I can't believe I'm doing this shit right now. I don't know. Like I don't like me, I done pulled up the jobs. Pulled up the mama's houses. I don't know, like like what nah, ah, oh, dang, I don't even wanna say bro. Oh my goodness, you ain't I, nah, we we hey that's Come question, on, we right? here, man. We here it's the fellas. Rock, paper, scissors. Nah, you, 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 right, come on, rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. Okay, I'll smooth on you. <laughs> <laughs> he moved it so quick, I thought I won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, though, I mean, I, I don't know, man, the most toxic thing I ever done, bro, I don't know, man. What's the toxic thing a track star ever did to you? Because I know she had a hitch, because the way you said, my heart is breaking, the way you said that, I know you experienced some hurt. I don't, I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff. Like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I don't know. I don't know. Toss it on, on heartbreak for real. Like, I don't know. He's good. Y'all taught him well. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a track star. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he taught him well. <laughs> All hey, right. You know? So, let me ask you this. Because I, I, whenever an artist gets a big record, like a, a yeah. super big record, one or two, me personally, I feel like one or two things could happen. Or three. Three, the 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 obviously the best one is they go make another one, right. another one, another one. Then the other two, I'm I usually get worried when I like the record. It's one, do you feel like you have to stay in this pocket of heartbreak? Do you gotta be the heartbroken young nigga all the time, or are you forever? Or there's the other one where you is forever chasing that record, where you can't even really get into your other bag to experience what I think because you was chasing that record. Right. You feel like you in between one of those spots right now? Man, I feel like I'm on the third one. I already made another one. Oh, Made multiple. Oh, now I'm just ready to drop them. I, I'm, I'm never going to be in a spot where I'm chasing the record. Mm-hmm. And two, for the second one, you know, I don't want to be put in that heartbreak block. Bro. Right, right. You get what I'm saying, right. bro? Like, I ain't, nah, bro. I, I, I really don't, I, I want to I wanna make everything, bro. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? I want to make them, okay, but when you got a heartbreak right here, now let's move on from that. Let's talk about life now. Boom, I'm happy. You get what I'm saying? Let's talk about going, let, let's talk about partying. Let, let, mm-hmm. Let's talk about everything, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like every emotion. I want to make the music for everything, like, like you know that. what I'm saying. Like, I want, I really want to take over and be the biggest artist, bro. Like that's that just it. So uh, I want, I want to make, I want to make everything, bro. I don't want to be put in a box, cause then you can only, you can only be the best at that. Mm. You can, I want to be the best at everything. What, what's that thought process when you're going in the studio, right? Like you got a record that's huge on TikTok or whatever. So is it, is it? Are you like, I don't know if it's consciously a subconscious thing. Like you in the booth, you like, this one could get off. This one could get right. off on TikTok, or are you just making your record. Nah, bro. Like when I'm in there, bro, I'm just I I, I go in there and I vibe, I find the beat, whatever whatever emotion, whatever I feel off that beat. That's what I'm laying down. I ain't thinking about nothing else. I'm thinking about okay, what's the concept? Now, how can I take this concept far? How can I take like how like what can I do with this concept? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like where can I pull from in my life to make this concept come to life and, and be true? 
I like that. I like that. But listen, we got track stars listening. Cause yeah. I know, I, I know, I know our audience. They toxic. So there's some <laughs> track stars out there. Yeah. What advice do you have for some track stars that are about to take off on a nigga? Uh, I mean. Or you could give some advice to a nigga who about to get taken off on. I mean, on 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 both sides, I guess this this can go for man. I mean, just just know your worth and understand who you are, and and what you bring to the table. I mean, and if if you with somebody who can't who can't give you that, then I mean, just you know what I'm saying, let her leave or you leave. You feel me? This nigga Marlon for Kim. Yeah. This nigga, you sneaky. This nigga got the deep quotes in him. This nigga sneaky. Now before you get out of here, I gotta ask you: when you hit that note, my heart is breaking. You was in the church before. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. That's I knew it. I know a church run when I hear one. <laughs> I know. Let the people know where they can follow you at. Let them know Yo. where they can listen to the record. I hit a new record. Let them know all that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Track start out on all platforms. You can follow me on Instagram at Mooski Before Eyes. You can follow me on Twitter at Mooski Official. TikTok, I uh, think it's Mooski. Um, Snapchat, it's Mooski O-I-O-H-A-H. Add a little ad lib in there. And Facebook, Mooski main page. Man, y'all go there. I'll catch every vibe, you know what I'm saying, with everything we got going on in the music about to drop. And listen, I'm Mouse Jones. Shout out to Mac Wild. Shout out to Fly Rye. Shout out to Brit for whatever reason. Uh, but this <laughs> is the Guys Next Door podcast. Shout out to Mooski. Hey, we are Next Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.